If you need mustard for that corned beef you're making, get Colleen's Irish Mustard. Colleen's Irish Mustard unites mustard haters and mustard lovers from around the world. Currently, Colleen's Irish Mustard has three flavors in mild, regular, and spicy. For more information on Colleen's Irish Mustard, visit www.irishmustard.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the 100% Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Glinsky, and my partner, Nathan Sabo, is alongside me today. How are you doing, Nathan? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, since I never ask how you're doing? I'm doing good. You know, getting ready to go down to Columbus, Ohio for USA El Salvador tomorrow. Yes. Why don't you tell us all about that excursion you're going on tomorrow? Because it sounds fun. Because I don't think a lot of people realize... We got World Cup qualifying in January. <laughs> yeah, we got world big big week for the for the United States MNT as of course you know the failure of twenty eighteen, uh, which to be fair I believe is a blessing in disguise that they didn't qualify, but we're on the current World Cup qualifying right now and the U S will take on El Salvador tomorrow at Columbus or in Columbus, and if you don't know that's basically. Not really their home territory, but it's, like, basically their home field. Well, they constantly go to different stadiums around the country, I think, so it's... Which I disagree with, but I agree with at the same time. I kind of wish they had one one city they played in, which would be New York, but at the same time, I understand how you want to have them play around the country and, and ex- expose people to the U.S. men's national team. And exactly, so USA plays El Salvador tomorrow, which is one of the worst teams in the, I believe it's the... In the rock, world? No, not in the <laughs> world, but in, in CONCACAF. So if they don't get three points here, I'll be disappointed. And then on the 30th, they they travel to Canada to take on the Canadians, which can, Canada is top of the group currently. And then on February, February the 2nd, uh, the U.S., will t- host Honduras, who is even worse than El Salvador. Oh, so six points minimum, and realistically, Canada. Yeah, if you can go, if you can go seven, there, come on. If you can get a point against Canada, that would be great. U.S. is currently sitting, I believe, in second, second place, and I, then Mexico's right behind them. And Panama of all teams, I think. Um, I believe it's is the top three get through, and then top the, three automatically, and the fourth, fourth plays a a playoff. Right, that is right, and. You know, it'll be interesting because three games within 10 days, which that's not out of the ordinary. But, yeah, I think you go, you got to beat El Salvador, you got to beat Honduras, especially with the being home. And then I would take a, if you guarantee me a draw in Canada, yeah, I'll take that. So it's, it's basically, the table's already split in half. Like, you know, you have your bottom half, which is Honduras that is last, and El Salvador, Jamaica, and Costa Rica, who... Yeah, they're they're just on their own. They're at the bottom. They're, there's no way they're making it unless something miraculous happens. And then at fourth is Panama. Third is Mexico. United States is two. And Canada is one. Canada is 16. U.S. is 15. And Mexico and Panama both have 14. But that goal difference, as you can tell, the United States has plus seven right now compared to Mexico's plus four and Panama's plus two. That could be a big factor, you know, determining who gets that uh, those automatic, automatic qualification spots. So... If I'm the U.S., 
Just qualify, please. Yeah. Just, just really. win. We don't want to wait until 2026 when we're guaranteed exactly. qualify since we're hosting it. So we we, we got to at least qualify for this one, which I think they will. They have, they have too much. I should put this too much young talent compared to other teams. I mean, come on now. You got to be beating Honduras and El Salvador. And it's so anyway. I will be heading down to the game tomorrow, uh, Columbus. Uh, a few of the Central Michigan soccer kids uh, invited me, and tickets were very cheap. So you know me, uh, being very cheap, I immediately <laughs> took those. Yeah, and I told you you're going regardless. Pay the extra. This is cool. It's a somewhat of a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, Columbus is only five hours away, and then in 2026 you're gonna go to the World Cup final with me. I'll be announcing the World Cup qualifier. Oh, World Cup ooh, final. Ooh, good for you. Wow. That'll be me. But, yes, traveling down there tomorrow should be heck of a game. I expect goals. I expect Pulisic playing. I expect McKenney. I expect Tyler Adams. I wish Gio Reyna was playing, but he is currently injured. And we expect Tim Howard to come back and play goalie? No. 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 That, that's uh, he's, sad. He's too old. I, I like him. He's an analyst. And an analyst, yes. I would say he's very good for MCSN. But moving on to what's American football, I mean, what a weekend did we have of football. You know, it definitely made up for the wild card weekend. This divisional I, 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 weekend, and, and I know everybody is saying this is the best weekend of football I've ever seen, and I, I agree. I mean, that was I haven't seen anything better. That was insane. Saturday was started off with you know the quote Three. unquote crappy game of the weekend, and it still ended you know on a field goal. Both both one seeds got knocked out. Yeah, and Ryan Tannehill plays like crap. Um, but yeah, what a weekend. And then you get into Sunday and that was just from the 27 to three, from the potential comeback, which it did come back somewhat. And then how it just ended. And then right away, the bills chiefs game started and that's going to be one of the greatest games I've ever seen. The ending just back and forth, back and forth. It was just. I honestly, I told Ryan this while we were watching the game, just give the Lombardi trophy to whoever won, Kansas City or Buffalo. I mean, I, I really did think going into that game, those two were the, the two teams that, you know, could easily win the Super Bowl out of all of them. I think they're the better teams by far compared to the other teams. So it was kind of kind of a letdown in the sense of seeing them play in the division all around. But, you know, at the end of the day, what a game. What a weekend of games and... Yeah, I, I I don't think they're gonna be topping that anytime soon. Super Bowl or this upcoming weekend, unless the Super Bowl is like the Chiefs Bills. Yeah, although to be honest, I wouldn't mind a Chiefs Forty ers rematch because I really do think, even though Jimmy if G is not exactly um what's the right word? Oh, I know, good. Um, Jimmy G starts. They struggle. They pull a halftime bullpen change. Trey Lance wins the Forty Nine ers Super Bowl. Well, I, I. I didn't think this during the game, but I thought about it after the fact or a couple, you know, in the past couple days. That, you know, that game going into the fourth quarter, I don't remember the score. I don't know if it was 10-10 or 10-7 or whatever it was, something like that. 49ers Packers? Either way, yeah. Either way, there was no offense going on and Jimmy G sucked. So I thought, you know, what if they would have put put in Trey Lance at that moment? And then obviously, you know, once you do that, there's no going back to Jimmy G. I mean, that, that... that would be over right then and there, but, you know, hell, they pulled it off in Green Bay, and, you know, it just warms my heart to see, not necessarily Green Bay, because I don't really have a pure hatred. It's just Rodgers. Like it's just Aaron Rodgers. 
all the crap he gave Green, Green Bay in the offseason and throughout the season and this and that and him playing with the media, and he goes out and... Lays an egg. Yep, lays an egg. So, you know what? Screw him. Uh, I'm happy, though. And, uh, yeah. Back to your previous point. It was 7-3 going into the fourth oh, quarter. even worse than I thought. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, my mind's kind of, like, you know, blurred from the next two games the next day because that was... <laughs> it was just game after game kept getting better and better. But, yeah. And, and then you look at the Green Bay game as a whole. I mean, that that is... If you like defensive tough matchups, that's your game. But it, the snow though, the cold, and you know, although there wasn't there wasn't any offense, it was just great atmosphere. Other than that, the 49ers even score a touchdown. Yeah, it yeah, was a that's right. It was a blocked punt. That's right. And uh, what a what a way to win and what a way the Packers special teams was terrible. They had a blocked punt. They had a blocked field goal. And then there's you know Twitter geeks. They had ten men on the, ten men on the field for the. Game-winning field goal, so there's that. But, I mean, just looking at some of the offensive numbers here, I mean, Rodgers only 225, you know, zero touchdowns. Uh, then you had Jimmy Garoppolo, only threw it 19 times, and then uh, only had, had an interception in there as well. And even Debo Samuel didn't have the greatest of games either, rushing and uh, receiving what he's normally, what he's, you know, used to doing. But that was just... I believe that game was just... I would say, of the four games, I would say that was the worst worst of the weekend. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd say so. Just because... Yeah, but I mean... I, they're all good, though, in their own yes. way. Like Three of the four games ended on game-winning field goals. Yeah. And, and it's it's like, you know, seeing the Packers lose just gives you... Like, just makes the game ten times better. And I mean... Just Rodgers, the I way it's... I guess for you, but like... I had the hatred for the Packers. Probably I don't have hatred. For the, I don't have the hatred for the Packers. It's just simply that Aaron Rodgers okay. is there, yeah, and that's what I'm. I just hate the team because of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> By the way, this is completely irrelevant and has nothing to do with anything we're saying. But we are recording this at nighttime. Uh, shout out to the Red Wings for taking a dump on center ice right now on national TV. They're down four nothing in the first period. So come good, back, good come for back, them. Season. Come yeah, back, sure. But the, then going back to the Bengals, I mean. I did. I did think you know. I made a little playoff bracket on, uh, you know, waiting for class. I did have the Bengals going to the AFC Championship game. It it is on my phone if you want to check. But but I did have the Bengals going to the AFC Championship game. And you know, going back to the Titans, even Derrick Henry laid an egg. I don't know how hundred percent he was. I mean, he only had sixty two rushing yards on twenty attempts and a touchdown. But Brian Tannehill is that. I think that's the main point. It's inexcusable to throw three interceptions yeah. and one that ultimately led to the game-winning field goal he threw I believe it was at midfield and then Joe Burrow quick play to uh, I believe it was Jamar Chase and then I, I don't know if you saw what Joe Burrow said about their kicker he said right before he walked out yep. there he's like boys looks like we're going to the AFC championship game Bad and ass. by the way all his jerseys sold out like really quick like, a kicker yeah like the only time I'm buying a kicker jersey McPherson I believe this is yes, his name. Yes, I believe so. And it's just, I, do you, do the Titans honestly? You know, they're the one seed. You don't have they have Derrick Henry and even AJ Brown had a great game. Uh, Julio Jones, not the greatest of years for him. He's uh, he's washed. old. He's washed up. That but is, that's... but what do the Titans do in the off season with Tannehill? Do you do you go? Oh no no no! We're moving on. Do you do you go look and make a trade about what? I mean, you look at the Rams right now. I mean. Are we seeing that you you're go, somewhat on the right path? Because I think I know where you're going with this. Are we what looking you want for the Titans to do? 
We look to trade him off for Russell Wilson. There we, there we go. go. You we got, nailed it. There we you got, go. We got Aaron Rodgers. They can take Jared Goff if they want. If I'm the GM of the Titans and I don't know his name, I'm sorry. i got to remember a million damn different things about sports. Why don't you look it up for me? There we go. We do. We got computers here. We can figure this shit out. Rustin um, Webster. There we go. If I'm Rustin Webster, by the way, I don't know who names our kid Rustin, but I, it's, it's pretty cool. Wait, um, no, it's not. It's John Robinson. Oh. Well, he Rusta Webster was he's a for, he was the former GM. <laughs> John Robinson. John. Anyway, Robinson. I'm doing everything in my power to go out and get Rodgers or Wilson. I mean, I mean that that game I don't care. It's on Tana. You can't blame Henry. He's not 100%. Um I I I just throwing three interceptions in a game in general is inexcusable, but to do it on that big stage at home you're the one seed. I mean, he threw a pick on the first play of the game, for God's sake. And, you know, the fact that they've been good all year without Henry and Tannehill's been pretty good all year, it, it, it just even hurts even more knowing that he, he only took a crap. He laid an egg in that game. So I, I think you put in a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or, or you know, top quarterback in that team and they're Super Bowl favorites because they are an all-around team. Their defense is insane. They have... A.J. Brown, they got Henry, who, albeit you don't know how much longer he has, he is a running back, although right, let's, he let's is go back a to once-in-a-generation running back, yeah. Let's go back to a phrase you used to say, running backs are ticking time bombs. You know, I don't know if I used to say that about running backs first or if I said that about pitchers. pitchers. I think it's pitchers, because more pitchers do get Tommy John than running backs, you know, injuries. Anyway, back to what we're discussing. Yeah, that is an all-around team, and you get a quarterback in like that, and you know, obviously Russ, I think, is going to want out of Seattle. And I don't blame uh, him. Obviously, the Rodgers situation. I mean, that's and I also think where Rodgers goes, Devontae Adams is going too. I think those two are you know connected, which you know that that would that's scary. If if they go to Denver, both of them in Denver, you look at those three quarterbacks in the AFC West. Are you kidding me, Mahomes, Herbert, and Rodgers? I mean, <laughs> that is like the complete opposite of what the NFC North is going to Jared be. Jared Goff, year. Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Jordan Love. There, there's another thing with the Vikings. They need to blow that thing up. And but so yeah. you know, going back to the Titans here, what are you packaging in a deal for? Let's just say Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. What are you packaging? Two first, obviously. I mean, the, if you look back on um, what Brad Holmes did, he set the quarterback market. So we're going to see, as a Lions fan, I'm not going to get upset when I see Russell Wilson get like, the Seahawks get like three first round picks. You see Rod, the Packers get three or four, you know, and, and you get something else. But Brad Holmes has set the quarterback market. You're getting that back to that trade, two firsts, a third. And you get Jared Goff, who is the wild card in all of this. But if if you looked at Deshaun Watson, the Texans wanted four or five first-round draft picks. Oh, I don't blame them. I think Deshaun Watson's a top-five quarterback. Now, obviously, there's other issues off the field that who knows if he's even going to play. But I think looking at looking at Stafford, because he had you know the two firsts and the third, if he goes out and wins the Super Bowl this year, I think that actually favors a seat. I, I really don't know if any of this matters, to be honest, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, it favors the market for the Seahawks, Seahawks trading. Packers. Because 
I think that... Actually, no. I take that back. It would favor the Titans trading for him because you look at Stafford, he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, you only got him for two first-round picks. So then you could think of like, oh, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, they won a Super Bowl too. So you'd think the starting market is two first-round picks. Whereas if Stafford would have, you know, not made it to even this round and lost, then it's like, oh, we want, you know, you got two firsts for Stafford. Well, Wilson and Rodgers are even better, which they are regardless of if he wins or not. Now, this may be all, you know, Madden talking here or, you know, doing this, oh, playing Madden game because we don't really know at the end of the day. But I, it's minimum is two firsts and a good player, a really good player. Now, who that good player is, I could. Um, I mean, do you remember lines they get a third, which isn't a... It's that's not, a third round pick. I, that's that's still good. I I don't. You could be having to toss in a second or a third in there as well. Oh, easy. And I don't. You know, I think with a Russ and Rodgers, it's gonna be very. I, I would ask for more because I think Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. I don't know about Herbert or Josh Allen. Those those guys are the elite level. Uh, you know, we can have this argument all day about Stafford being elite or whatever. I think Stafford's a good quarterback when he has really good players around him, i.e. Matt Ryan, same trip to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be interesting what the Titans do. they got to go all out, though, because they got the team. So Look what the Rams, Rams were last exactly. year. Do what the Rams did. Trade away your future because guess what? If you win a Super Bowl, it was all worth it. And then if you suck for five years, you always get that Super Bowl. Hey, we've sucked for 65. (laughs) So enough on Saturday. But, of course, also, quick question. Would you take a risk on Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, what have we got to lose here? To be honest, I don't think there's going to be much difference between him and Jared Goff, if I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I think looking back with Jared Goff with the Rams, I thought he was actually better than what Jimmy Grapple is now with the 49ers. And kind of, you know, Grapple's got better receiving core, I guess you could say, obviously, with Kittle and Samuel. But, I mean, if I'm the Lions next year, are you saying the Lions? Yes. Take I, sure, why not? I don't think it'll happen. I think we're sticking with Jared Goff because the end of the season's strong. But and you pay care. a lot of money. Do whatever you want. All right, that's enough with Saturday, but... Now we get on to the exciting stuff, the yes. offensive explosions. Rams, Bucks. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, did not think Stafford would get it done. And, boy, did he play well and prove me wrong. The dude had two touchdowns, 366 yards, and he led a game-winning drive. Yep. And, hey, full credit to him. He played amazing. I mean, you know, I've never seen he, that great of a staff performance. He proved a lot of us wrong, and you know what? That's fine. But I think the part that, and we're going to go back to lines here because it's Stafford. I think the part that pisses me off more and should piss off the average fan, you know, all that crap seen on Twitter about, oh, that's my quarterback, all this and that. You know, you, you can be happy for him, whatever. I don't think you should be. I think you should be pissed off at the Lions even more. More than now, anything, yeah. knowing that we had that for 10 years, and don't get me wrong, I'm not playing this blame game, percentage game of whose fault, how much fault was it. I think it was mostly the Lions' fault, obviously. Stafford to blame in big in key situations? Yeah, of course, he didn't show up in big situations. But at the same time, this is just another, <laughs> another thing on the Lions organization. Like, you know, you had this great... Co- I sh- a good quarterback, best Decent. quarterback they've had, 
and you blew it for 10 years. And it just shows that it's another black mark on that organization. And there's many. Hey, full card Stafford, you know, he deserves it. I still ain't rooting for him because, well, to be honest, the draft pick at this point doesn't really mean nope, <laughs> much. But, yeah, so. Yeah, well. Also, Cooper Cup. Yeah. That kid's a stud. 183, 183 yards and a touchdown. He's just he's just always in the right spot and it's just it's unbelievable. Like I love him on my I loved him on my fantasy team cuz he was so good. But I mean, I didn't think Cooper Cup was going to be this good with Stafford, you know. You know what I thought of Cooper Cup as is the maybe not necessarily now but in the past. He's a better version of Hunter Renfro. And I'm not saying that because they're both white receivers, okay? But, like, he's the leader. He gets the job done, whether it's third down or whatever. Obviously, this year he went to a whole nother level with Stafford. But, like, he's just a guy who does his job and does it well. And, look, there could be a million other better comparisons than that. It's just the first thing that came to my head. But, yeah, that that one-two core between Stafford and Cup, man, that... You know, they talked about getting to practice early in the morning throughout the year, and hey, it all paid off. And although the Rams almost did blow it, yeah, they're up twenty-seven to three, you know. and it just looked in that first half the Bucks were getting stupid, unnecessary, or stupid penalties and blown coverage or whatnot, and their defense wasn't playing well. They weren't getting first downs, and they eventually, you know, pulled through and everything. And then Cam Akers fumbled the ball, and you're like, oh my god, this can't happen again, and. Ben yeah. Stafford dials up the long shot. How I mean, Tom Brady threw the ball fifty four times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much how his arms feeling nowadays, but is what's the bigger fault on the Bucks? Like, what would you say the biggest blame on that game was for the Bucks? You know, I. That's tough to say. You know, I don't like blaming blame on one guy or whatever. It just felt like they never were in it to. Begin, begin with. Like, obviously, they made the fourth quarter comeback and whatever, but, like, they were just behind. And Stafford and the Rams dominated them throughout the first three quarters of that game. And, you know, obviously, Brady didn't look great, but at the same time, I and mean, I, I, although the Bucks didn't show up, I give more credit to the Rams just for shutting them down. I mean, I, I think that, you know, with Brady... He showed his age in that game. I really do think he showed his age. And, you know, to be unfair, his own line didn't do him. Oh, that, oh Did that, not do him any favor. That was a big part. Stafford was clean in the pocket oh, yeah. the entire day, it felt like. And then Brady drops back, and it looks like Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Just dropping yeah. back and immediately pressure. And, again, Brady's old. He's almost in his, He's almost 50. And he's not he's not the most mobile quarterback. He never was the most mobile, but with age he's you know, it's it's tougher to be in that situation. And all those hits on your body it it's it was a it just you can't get down twenty seven to three. I understand no. the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, but back, that's but, a that's a once in a lifetime exactly, thing. But I mean you just can't get down twenty seven to three. No, and you know, obviously the questions are now: Is Brady gonna retire? Or Gronk gonna retire? Or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I mean, you look at his latest Instagram post. You know, I honestly think that there is a chance. Um, but you know, we've been saying that for how many years? But I don't. Just something feels different this year with yeah. with the situation. And look, if Brady's gone, I think Bruce Arians is gone. I think you know, hey, you got your Super Bowl again. I I don't. 
I know Brady's a winner, but like, dude, just, just retire already. I mean, go go live with your wife and your kids and have a have a life now, instead of, you know, showing up at the training facility every day at six a.m. But, you know what? He likes it. I hope he doesn't keep doing it, because I'm sick of him. But, I, I still res- respect the hell out of him, man. I know. Forty five. He's still doing it. Still doing it. Seven Super Bowls. Anyway, moving on to probably one of the greatest football games I've ever watched in my life. Yes. I would say LSU Alabama's up there, and obviously you don't, but 2021 Michigan Ohio State is up there for me as well. That's biased, but it it is. It is understandable. Being number two Ohio State. That was the best NFL game I've ever watched. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it started off slow, and then it have. I believe, what, in the last minute or last two minutes, there was 24 points scored, the I believe? The score at halftime wasn't – didn't both teams just have one touchdown? It was 14-14. At halftime? Yep. Okay, so both – it wasn't, you know, insane. And then really, second really – I mean, I wouldn't even say the second. I'd say the last two minutes of the damn fourth quarter where all hell broke loose and it was just back and forth, back and forth. And, yeah, with yeah. a minute 54 was the first touchdown Josh Allen scored. And then Mahomes comes down in 52 seconds. And then all, less than a minute later, Josh Allen scores, or the Bills score a touchdown. And then with 13 seconds, they somehow march down the field and kick a field goal in that time. 13. So basically, to beat the Chiefs, you, you just got to have the ball last. Yeah, but I mean, with 13 seconds left, though, first off, I know people talking about don't kick a deep, kick a squib, which I agree with, but... Your defense, I, I, I wanted, been, your defense has been number one in the league. They got they all got torched. Year. They got torched. I don't care who the quarterback is. You can't allow that. And I don't understanding the rush four. Okay, look, I hate rushing three. I hate it in every situation. But like when you know your quarterback has to get rid of the ball fast, rush three because rushing four isn't going to do anything because you don't need to give him more time because he has to throw the ball away. Either way. Man, 13 seconds, though, I, I don't care who you are. You, you can't allow that to happen. And then, you know, people talk about the coin, coin toss, whatever. Do I think it should be changed? Yes. Absolutely. But at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, say that, oh, they only won on a coin toss. That's just not fair. And I can tell by your reaction, Michigan just pulled off a victory over Northwestern. Congratulations. Three straight wins. I'm surprised. Big win, big win. Um, <laughs> but also, I want to go over something real quick. Gabriel Davis for the Bills. 200, 201 yards. And yeah. Four, he had all the touchdowns for the Bills. And I understand Stefan Diggs, only seven yards, three receptions, and he was shut down. And then Gabriel Davis stepped up big time. I don't think anybody really knew <laughs> I who didn't. Gabriel Davis was coming in this game other than Bills fans. For some reason, I knew he went to UCF. I don't know why I remember that random fact. I just knew that name and thought UCF. Other than that, I couldn't even – he came out of nowhere and – yeah, he put up, what, four or five touchdowns? Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. And Josh Allen threw four. Oh, Jesus. I mean, over 200 yards, then Tyreek Hill, a touchdown, 150. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes had 378 and three touchdowns, and uh, Josh Allen had 329 and four touchdowns. I think it's fair to say that Josh Allen is... Has, I, he, has he earned your confidence yes, I, in the I, big game? <laughs> I, would, I would trust, even though, yes, they didn't win, but the way he played and... Wasn't his fault. Exactly, it wasn't Josh Allen's fault. I would, I blame a ton on the Bills defense there. I, I mean, he's earned my trust now. Now it's Lamar Jackson. I don't, I don't trust him to win big games. But Josh Allen, I trust him now. 
Uh, so he's he's got one less person to worry about, just a guy with a a little podcast, and uh, he's been trashing him recently. But now you've got my full trust, Josh, da- Josh Allen. Josh I mean, <laughs> it's just I don't know if there's enough. I don't know if there's enough words to really just describe this game. It's just it was insane. It was, and it was awesome. great. It was the way the NFL has it set up, man, where the one game ends right and goes into the other. They 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 do everything right and it was just perfect. So, you know, don't don't go into next weekend or this weekend expecting that. Oh gosh, you're not, what's going to happen? Is, you're not going to get anything like that. You're going to get the you're going to get conference you're gonna get the championship weekend. It's gonna be a blowout, and the Super Bowl will actually be decent. That's what's I going. hope so. I hope the Super Bowl is decent because after last year, man, I'm, I've seen three crappy Super Bowls. That one, the Rams Patriots one, which blew, and then the first, the Seahawks and Broncos, which you know, <laughs> what was it forty one whatever? Jeez, but yeah, that was would, would it be, would it be safe to say right now? Mahomes and Josh Allen are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. That's fair. I ain't going to argue with you. I mean, uh, Rodgers would be the third, I would think. I think Rodgers, I still think you got to put Wilson in there, even though he didn't have the best of years, albeit he was somewhat injured. Brady? And then, no, God, no. On, a, on ability, I wouldn't even put Brady in the top 15. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Bold take, bold top, take. That, that, all these people, okay. I'm sorry, but... Or maybe not 15, but I guarantee you 10 other quarterbacks could have did what Brady did last year with that team. All right, let's name top 10 quarterbacks right now. No specific oh, order. Come on. All right, ten top 10 quarterbacks right now, in my opinion, in the league. Not in any particular order. All right, well, I'm going to go by the... I don't know. <laughs> let's see. We got Mahomes, Russ, Rodgers, uh, Allen... Can we put Deshaun Watson in there? Even though, no. Okay, we'll we'll keep Watson out of that. Um, Justin Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow, yeah, I I think so. Stafford. Um, Stafford, yes, he's top ten. I guess I would still put Dak in, even though I mean he's proven how much he can, he means to that organization. Um, Jesus, I hate going off the top of my head because I can't think. Kyler Murray. Um, would Kyler be, Murray, man, I you talk about inconsistent. Would I, I think he'd be borderline. That's fair. I gotta think of two others now that would be top ten. I mean, Carson Wentz. Oh yes, for sure. No, Andrew Luck. How about that one? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, there's eight. There's your top eight. All right, eight and a half because Kyler Murray would be nine. Yeah, that's fair. And I know there's probably some big quarterback that name that is escaping me right now that I can't think of. Would um, Baker Mayfield be in there? You know, I think Baker gets too much crap. I really do. Derek I, Carr. Especially this year. Eh, yeah, borderline. But with Baker Mayfield, man, that Cleveland team with San Francisco last year, I think if the Browns get rid of Baker, they're stupid. They've been looking for a quarterback for how many years, and they finally got him. All right, The man was playing on a broken ankle practically half the year. Give him a break. Um, <laughs> I think things? I think I think the borderline like in a little group because I think that's just like the best of the best and I think your little group here would be Baker, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray. Would you put Jalen Hurts in there? Hell no! 
I think you that's... gotta put Lamar Jackson in there. Even yes, though, I think even though I, mm-hmm. I think those four like are fishing are finishing out your top two. The your that's last fair. two. And then then you look at bum ass Matt Ryan. <laughs> I... <laughs> no, God, no, we're not putting him in. Um, but yeah, that was. What a weekend of football. And you talk about young quarterback, Young quarterbacks in the AFC. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and although Mahomes isn't young anymore, but he's, he's still, still young. Man, that's crazy. And two of them are in the same division. Same division. Josh Allen. Yeah, and oh, I forgot. Josh Allen. Duh, the guy he just played. Uh, yeah, what a... Man, I love the NFL, man. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. Although, we couldn't have predicted this this past weekend, but still. All right, very quick, very quick prediction. What do you have doing for the championship weekend? Very quick. Championship weekend, I think the Chiefs pull it off. Uh, you know, I, I honestly, really, I think it's going to be Chiefs and Rams. As much as it pains me to say, I just think that, you know, it is hard to beat, when you look at the Rams 49ers team, it is hard to beat same NFL team three times in a season. And that is what San Francisco is going to do, going to try to do. Do I think they're going to win? No, but I think they easily could. Mainly because it's practically going to be a neutral site game or a home game for yep. them because, let's be honest, the Rams don't have many fans. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be Chiefs-Rams. I don't want to be Chiefs-Rams. Um, I would agree Chiefs win. I think it kind of depends on Debo Samuel's injury. They said he didn't practice today. So that's not a promising sign. But yes, I would say... The 49ers did it twice this season, man. They went into Lambeau and won two. Yep. And they went to... Where do they win? Oh, they went into Dallas and won as well. Yeah. Which is insane. I I would agree with you. Chiefs-Rams are your Super Bowl championship. Oh, the Rams! Matthew Stack. Screw Stan Kroenke. Talk about another black mark on the Lions organization. I mean, Jesus. Screw Stan Kroenke. And... A PSA for all you Lions fans out there, because I love watching you Stafford fans on Twitter celebrate like you won the F in Super Bowl. Um, please direct that anger towards the Fords and the Lions instead of, you know, celebrating Stafford like he's your baby. I yep. mean, come on, guys, now. You, you don't play for our team anymore. I don't have an issue if you want to say, oh, okay, happy, whatever. But th- 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 people, like, are cheering like we just won a damn Super Bowl. Don't do that. Use that energy towards the Fords and the Lions. Please. I didn't like the, oh, Stafford won a playoff game. It's a win for us. Okay. Or a win for the Lions. Okay. No. Again, delusional fan base. We love it. And that's why we suck for 65 years. All right. We're going to head to a commercial break real quick. And we'll be back with more 100% Sports Podcast right after this. All right. We're back with more 100% Sports all right, so as the last few weeks have gone on, Cade Cunningham, uh, the next number one selection by or by a Detroit team here, he, in his rookie season, he started off slow, but that was expected. You know, every rookie starts off slow. They never, you know, they're dropping 30 points in their first five games. He started to pick up, starting to pick up the pace recently, and especially yesterday, had a 34 Point performance against the Denver Nuggets, along with eight rebounds and eight assists. And of course, today you see the comparison. Cade Cunningham and Michael Jordan are the only rookies to score 30 plus and have eight, eight plus assists and eight plus rebounds. No, Cade Cunningham will not be Michael Jordan. Sorry to say that, but Cade Cunningham has been playing well this year. He's averaging 16 points a game 
and five assists and uh, five rebounds. So I mean, is it is it safe? I mean, he's been great. Well, yeah, he's been great. He's been the only positive thing about this team all year. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't given this team a whole lot of my time because I don't think it's worth watching. Eleven and thirty-six. All I care about is Kate does good every night. I wish Sadiq Bay would get going here, but he really hasn't been. He's averaging fifteen. Yeah, but after what he did last year, it's kind of been a letdown. Um, but again, hasn't taken that major step forward. Yeah, Kate is just solidifying. You know, he he is going to be the guy here for the future. Um, and look, next year in the off season when we get some. Hopefully, when we actually get some real trade, Jeremy Grant, NBA players around him, uh, get a big man, whether it be through the draft or you know, free agency, go my route and maybe make a shot at Ben Simmons because why not? But, um, uh, not after what the Pistons offered and got declined. Mm, Jeremy Grant, I would Sadiq give up Bay. Sadiq Bay. No, d- they declined Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay, and a first for Ben Simmons. The 76ers declined that. Can I throw in Olenek and Corey Joseph? <laughs> that won't... I'm sorry, but I'm giving up Jeremy Grant, Sadiq, and a first. Sorry, Philly. We're done here. Yeah, that's fair. I But I just don't have... I I hate the people thinking, oh, Sadiq... Sadiq Bay is going to be the fourth or fifth option on this team if they get good. I don't even know if I would say he'd be that, if I'm going to be honest with you. But, look, just... Keep doing what you're doing, Cade. I know it's rough out there. I know you don't have any professional players to play with, but at least there's, you know, one positive thing about this team this year. And it's Cade. Yeah. And and Jeremy Grant did play well before his injury. Yeah, yeah, and again, you hope that they do trade him, which, you know, I know about how Troy Weaver loves Jeremy Grant. Well, I really don't give a rip. Jeremy Grant is, again... Not in the timeline. He is a fourth or fifth option on a playoff team, so... Go to the Lakers, do your thing, go to wherever the hell he gets traded. But, yeah, no. And we're not, for you Piston fans out there, because I heard some of you locally calling up to radio stations over the past couple days wanting to keep Jeremy Grant. Do you want to offer him a five-year, hundred-plus-million-dollar deal after next year? No. I don't think so. You need stars and superstars and good players, great players, to win in this league. Again, on a playoff team... Jeremy Grant is a fourth or fifth option. He's not. No. Get rid of him. Bye. Goodbye. I don't need you here anymore. I would 100% agree with you. I think you just got to find a big man, some shooters. You just got to have an actual NBA team next season. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I th- and you can get your second piece with a good draft selection and Jabari Smith or Paolo Benjiro, So Yeah, I just think that this it's going to be kind of a blow-up 2.0. <laughs> Yep. For Troy Weaver. Yep. All right, let's move on to the Fast Five. If you don't know what the Fast Five is, it's five questions we try to answer as quickly as possible. But fail to do so in that timely matter of Oh, time. we never do it quickly. Question one, kind of piggyback, piggybacking off uh, the last segment we just did. Are you convinced Cade Cunningham is the guy you want to build around? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I just want to like be like Stephen A. Sith with Cowboys fans. I just want to do that all over the idiots that wanted Jalen Green's bum ass. Yeah, how's that working out for him in Houston? He He's solidified. He, he's the guy. Simple as that. I, would agree. I, I, I still don't think he's going to be a superstar, but I still think he could be, you know, maybe not top 10 player in the league, but top 15. And that's I, fine, because yeah. guess what? We're relevant at that point. As long as he averages 20 points a night, I'm fine. Yes, and I know this is... You know, dragging on, but I really don't care. 
Um, he's a leader, and he actually wants to be there. Yes. <laughs> Which I think a lot of people are taking that for granted. Not many people want to be in Detroit, man. No, not at all. Next question. Who wins this weekend, Michigan or MSU in basketball? Look, obviously MSU coming off that disappointing loss, crappy loss last night. Look at this, two straight losses? Uh, yeah, I believe. No, they beat Wisconsin Friday night. True. They lost before that. But, you know, they're going in their usual funk I know we've been talking about. I Honestly, I'm going to say MSU because I, 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 I think it's obvious they are the better team and they can actually play together. But I am would not be shocked if Michigan come in there and win. I, I would really agree. wouldn't be. I would agree. MSU gets the victory. Michigan, yes, they're playing well, but I just don't think they're on MSU's level. And that's fine. That's fine. Next question. Is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen the next Peyton Manning and Tom Brady rivalry? I think it's definitely possible. Obviously, you know, they got to win themselves some more rings. But if they keep meeting like this and... Having those type of performances. Oh, God, no, no we're not going to see that game again. But, I mean, hell, the Chiefs have been – they've hosted the AFC Conference four Championship. Four straight years. Four straight years. Four straight years. And they've gone to the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. And, and one. they're both young. So, yeah. I definitely think it could be. I would agree with you on that. Next question. Is the NFL asserting its dominance as the best league in the United States? Oh, by far, not, you know, popularity-wise, money-wise. I, I, I think that, you know, they've always been top. They've always been king. But over the last, throughout the pandemic and now, they're just, you know, going, getting further and further away from the other sports. I really, you know, I know the NBA was not necessarily challenging them but up there. But, yeah, man, that it's... It's getting there. It's the NFL and everyone else. Yeah, I think some politics play in factor with the NBA as well. Okay, that's a great factor. Next question. Will the MLB start on time? Hell no, it ain't going to start on time. Again, baseball does everything wrong. I hope there's baseball June 1st. I really do. But I'm not confident because, you know. Game is slowly dying. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't been following it as. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't think you care. <laughs> I haven't been following as much as you do, and I've I've seen a few things about you know them disagree. Just start spring training on time. Yeah, right. I just can't get my point across with this man, but you know, I've seen a few things. Doesn't seem like no one's agreeing. I'm gonna go with it's not gonna start on time. That's just literally how that rat organization MLB call themselves work. For the love of God. Do something right for once in your life. Your sport is dying. And that's all I have to say. Well, on that note, would you like to add anything before we go? No, I'm all set. All right. Until next time, see ya!